This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. You know, the future is coming, and you personally can make it brighter by making an awesome website with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy to do whatever kind of website you need to do. A blog, a portfolio, an online store, just like random thoughts from you. Yep, you can customize it, make it look how you want. It is a dream come true, our friends. So go to squarespace.com for your free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code SPILLED for 10% off a website or a domain name. That's squarespace.com, offer code SPILLED. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today's episode is on fruit curd, which is a term that I don't think I'd ever said before we started working on this episode because it's always just like lemon curd. Yeah, I don't think you've ever said this episode is on something before either. Like, I thought (laughs) you were going to say on Golden Pond. (laughs) I don't know that I've ever said fruit curd either. This is... This is a danger zone, I think, because this is something I know very little about, although I have made lemon curd a few times. Mm. Well, it's a good thing I'm the one who did the research for today's show. Oh, that is a good thing. So mm-hmm. so school me. So what okay. are we – wait, can we talk Let's about what we're eating here? Lane, though. I don't think I knew what this was as a kid. I'm sure I would have liked it. I don't know if I ate it. My memory lane is is all, like, tangled up with, with weeds, and I need a machete to, to – whack my way through memory lane wow wow we are off to a really um Mm -hmm. brambly start yeah um i don't remember exactly when i learned about lemon curd but i think it was i think my mom introduced me to some experience involving lemon (laughs) god knows what it was but i do remember it because Like a lemon curd baptism? So this recipe that I made today, which I'll talk about in a minute, I first had this because my mom made it about 30 years ago. She reminded me. This jar is 30 years old? She reminded me of the timing last night, in fact. I told her I had made this curd, and it was a, it's a recipe that came out of Gourmet's America, which was a, like a compilation cookbook that Gourmet Magazine put out about 30 years ago. And my mother, okay, this was in the height of her days of... Um, I think she had just started like doing personal fitness training. Okay. My mom has been in the fitness industry for about the past 30 years. 
But back then, the fitness industry was a lot more fruit curd driven. Yeah, it was. But anyway, she was. She also did a lot of like volunteer work, and um, I have no idea where the story is anyway, going. Anyway, my mom. So my mom joined with another family in town. This was in Oklahoma City to 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 start this organization called the Oklahoma AIDS Care Fund. Okay. This was in the 80s um, to raise money for people living with AIDS in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and for organizations supporting um, AIDS research and all kinds of things. Anyway, apparently at the first meeting when they were getting together to like talk about starting this organization, my mom had a whole bunch of these people over. She made sugar cookies and lime curd, that which is great. what we're eating today. And she served that as like the snack while they were discussing the founding of the Oklahoma AIDS Care Fund. Wow. Isn't that like the weirdest dichotomy of like, hmm. like housewifey meets like progressive activist? I don't know. Like I, you know, sugar cookies and lime curd, I feel like is something that everyone can agree on kind of um i guess is there is there like a more like serious food that you think should have gone with this gathering mm. like just a like a like a saltines and <laughs> and some very I I serious think I cheese done a, i think i would have done a savory mm, snack okay yeah Getting i don't know i think business. i think i think your mom nailed it anyway the oklahoma aids care fund is still going strong and has raised millions of dollars and uh, if you live in the Oklahoma City area, you should uh, Can we link find to it? out more about it. Sure. Spilledmilkpodcast.com. So anyway, um, I'll talk more about this recipe in a minute. But that is my main memory lane. I remember having this recipe for lime curd with sugar cookies. And you would like kind of spread the lime curd on the sugar cookies. sort of a deconstructed it. lemon tart. It is. It really is. Is that That's probably how your mom introduced it at yeah. the meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be uh-huh. to be clear, we're not having sugar cookies today. We're having lime Toast. curd. Lime curd? Lemon curd? It's lime curd, but it also has lemon juice in it. It's like a oh. lemon lime curd. You could also call it Sprite curd. Sprite curd. <laughs> Let's please call it Sprite curd. If we're gonna, are we going to give the recipe? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sprite curd. Anyway, but it's it's got... Uh, Remember slice lime, curd? Limes... <laughs> Lime zest, lime juice, and lemon juice. And it actually has more lemon juice than lime juice, but it's got a lot of lime zest. It's delicious. This is going to be kind of a nothing story, but I was at Trader Joe's yesterday and I noticed they have a new flavor of Greek yogurt, which is like citrus medley flavor. It's got like lemon, lime, orange, grapefruit. I haven't actually tried it yet because uh, my wife ate the one that I brought home, which which was, I mean, that was my intention. But uh, it sounds good, right? It, yeah, although I, I generally like people to just like choose one thing. I do and go too. With it. So so that's so what I, I'm curious. I'm about. kind of annoyed that I can't just say that this is lime curd. What would happen if you just did all lime all the time? Um, I'm sure it would be delicious, and I would love to try it because I think that lime, as we've discussed before, is the superior citrus. Oh yeah, I think we did a whole episode. Anyway, um, okay. Remember remember our fuck lemons episode. <laughs> <laughs> So I I also brought something to the to the party here. It I looks brought, like creamed honey. Yeah, I uh, I just found this in my cupboard, and I don't know if it's any good, but it's Welsh Lady brand handmade in Wales, all butter lime curd. It looks completely different from it what Molly made. It looks so different. It looks like creamed honey. Yep. Spreads like creamed honey. What's in it? <laughs> Spreads like creamed honey is like is <laughs> quite a thing to say. <laughs> mm. I don't like this at all. It's bad. Oh, interesting. God. Oh, God. It smells terrible. <laughs> Could it be like past date? But, I mean, the jar was sealed. 
Oh, God, anyway. it smells like a cleaning product. Yeah, it really, really does. Okay. I well, know. Yeah, let's... Uh, let's talk about what this is. So, The Matthew. good one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. What but, is what is a fruit curd? What is a lime curd? How do you make it? And, like, how is it different from, like, a jam or a marmalade? Here's my memory lane, actually, is that um, for, like, long after the first time I tasted this, I thought it was, like, a sort of almost naturally occurring product like a jam. <laughs> Not that a jam is a naturally occurring product. <laughs> so but, wait a minute. So there are like raspberry bushes and then there are raspberry jam bushes. Well, no. Where it's you just can like, just, um, oh God, do you remember in Willy Wonka? And the, sorry, I'm just going to hijack this for a minute. Wonk, do, you remember, do you remember in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're in the room where you can eat everything? Do you remember this? Yes. Uh, do you remember there are these like blobs on a tree or something that are like uh, spheres and you can bite into it and it's got like jelly inside. Yes. Yeah. I Do you think, think I th- that that's where raspberry jam comes from? I mean, I, I don't know for sure that it doesn't. I haven't been out in nature. <laughs> um, so wh- why don't I just talk about it? But what my point is that, uh, that I thought like a, that a curd was like a jam. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Good story. Or like a marmalade maybe. This is like how when I was a kid, I thought that in order to be able to drive a car, you had to be able to take a car apart and put it back together. Like on that episode of Family Ties. There's really? an episode did, of Family Ties Alex where Alex P. Keaton like takes an engine apart and then can't put it back together again. Wow. This is all I remember about that episode. Did you see, um, remember uh, a while back we were talking about the, uh, the episode of Family Ties where uh, Tom Hanks plays the drunk uncle? No, I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure were it was. Were you talking about this with your wife? Maybe. I know you confused me with your <laughs> no, wife no, all cause, the time. No, because a listener posted a link to it. Oh. And like usually that doesn't happen uh, as a follow-up to a conversation with my wife, although I do post transcripts. <laughs> of your conversations. Uh, on my, on my on website. On a ni- nightly basis. Yes, nightly, nightlybasis.com. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Bring, bring, bring. Hello. Hello. It's Destiny calling. Destiny who? Destiny child calling. <laughs> Your last name is Child? <laughs> um, it's great. A... I've always wanted to speak to Destiny's child. Are, are all of you there? I have a message for you. Yes? You need a new website, Matthew. Oh, my God. One of my favorite <laughs> girl groups is calling to tell me that I need a new website? Yes. This is very exciting. Can it be a Destiny's Child fan site? Yes, it is. And you can make it on Squarespace. Could it be like called like MatthewsDestiny.show? <laughs> yes. Yes. You can customize everything. You can sell your your destiny fan site t-shirts uh-huh. fans. and it's optimized for mobile right uh, like right off the bat so that all your fans can can check out your website and so, learn about how much you love destiny and destiny's child yeah you could be listening to destiny's child on your phone while browsing my site uh, matthewsdestiny.show <laughs> and picking up the merchandise because i can put up uh you know no additional charge i can have an online store you can do i can do e-commerce i can sell whatever just go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when I'm ready to launch, I'm going to use the offer code SPILLED to get 10% off my first purchase of a website or that cool domain name, matthewsdestiny.limo. <laughs> That's squarespace.com, offer code SPILLED. So fruit curd is usually made with citrus fruit, like lemon, lime. I'm gonna, just going to read from mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Okay, for, great. Okay. 
Okay, quote, fruit curd is a dessert spread and topping usually made with citrus fruit, such as lemon, lime, orange, or tangerine. Other flavor variations include passion fruit, mango, and berries such as raspberries, cranberries, or blackberries. Huh. Now, hold on. The basic ingredients are beaten egg yolks, sugar, fruit juice, and zest, which are gently cooked together until thick and then allowed to cool, forming a soft, smooth, intensely flavored spread. So... Oh, and sometimes they also have butter. But basically, you're taking like an acidic fruit and you're adding sugar and, and egg yolks. Yeah. Now, the passion fruit and mango curds make sense to me because those God, are like really good, tart, it? intense fruits. The berry ones, I am not. Well, maybe cranberry. Somebody once gave me a jar of raspberry curd. And I think it was one of those tragic situations where it went to the back of the fridge and then it was like very old by the time we remembered it. It was very sad. So I've never tasted it. I know that Nigella Lawson has a recipe for cranberry curd. Uh, David Tannis uh-huh. uh, wrote an article about like a cranberry curd tart for Thanksgiving in the New York Times wherever. Because that's probably where I first encountered lemon curd was in a lemon tart. Yes. I mean, it is it, it is typically what is in a lemon meringue pie, a lemon curd tart. Uh, it often has, like, you can make a wonderful mousse by taking a curd like this and folding it with whipped cream. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Wonderful mousse. Yeah. But anyway, here's the deal. This is kind of weird. So I was looking around for, like, the history of fruit curds. As one does. Mm-hmm. And I found this on multiple sites that people said the phrase lemon curd like shows up for the first time in the early 1800s, but it's not at all how we think of it today. Basically, you added lemon to cream until it curdled, and then you strained off the whey, so it was basically mm. cheese. That is like so. Uh, that, that, okay, I don't understand why people are writing this up as anything. It's just putting the words lemon and curd together. But, but it has nothing to do with I lemon could be curd. persuaded that this is real because everything that I know about what people ate like during Renaissance times in Europe was just bonkers. Oh, I'm not saying this isn't real. I mean, I've done this in making like ricotta. Okay. Right? I mean, like this is a basic part of cheese making. You add something acidic to milk or cream and then separate the curds from the whey. But I don't understand why people who are writing about the history of fruit curd would even mention this. Hmm. So is it is it a thing? Are there other things like this where it's like two two words and we can like divine the origin of of the thing? Like um, uh, like chocolate uh, chips used to be <laughs> used to contain like tortilla chips, <laughs> potato chips, uh, potato chips. Yeah, chocolate yeah. over potato chips are good. Yeah, uh, sometimes they were actually cow chips. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, coat hanger. So what? it used to be. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> used to be. So a hanger being like a like airplane an, hanger. Okay. Yeah. And so the spelling was A-R at the end. So it used and, to be. And a... So it used to be filled with coats. And then over time, somebody devised a metal <laughs> thing that you could hang a coat on and okay. call that a coat hanger. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. When you were a kid, did you think an airplane hanger was like a big metal thing that it would, you would literally hang an airplane on? Because I did. That would be so cool. It would be really cool. I love sometimes imagining like that that we're really little, like like like, like characters that Matt in a Damon movie. Oh, is there Matt, or Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. <laughs> no, no, no. There's there was this Matt Damon movie uh, recently. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like. Uh, in, oh. in a dystopian future, you can choose to become shrunken. Because it's cheaper to live right. that way or whatever. Yeah. 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 But I'm imagining like, you know, like how wonderful it must be for like a kid to be like 
snuggled by their parent because their parent yes. is bigger and warm. Yes. And what if there were somebody who was like a lot bigger than us and they could snuggle? Wait, us? I was just we, we we weren't just talking about this a couple of weeks I think ago. I did, but I keep coming back to it. I know it's no, it's 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 a crazy thought. And because those people would have these big hangers that they hang airplanes from. Like, would they would they like? hang you like like put it through the back of your shirt so you could like be hanging on the hanger because that could be fun the hangers just for the airplane okay because because i think as as i recall what we were talking about was like you know babies love to be picked up and slung around by adults if there were giants (laughs) who were bigger than us but were nice would we want to be picked up and slung around by you know what i always hated being slung over someone's shoulder so that like my like the soft part of my belly was like in there like collarbone shoulder hmm. area when you that put it always that way, made it does me sound feel bad. like the, like the the rush of blood to my head was so painful um <laughs> maybe the rush of blood to my head made me think of so many cold play songs <laughs> <laughs> okay but anyway what i'm saying is i i think it's fine that was cold play right i don't know okay <laughs> I think that um, that 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 it makes perfect sense that this would have at a certain point been referred to as like lemon curd, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why a historian of desserts right now would even bother to mention this. Well, it's clearly just cheese. Okay, yeah, it's lemon cheese. Wow, I am all worked up. Yeah. Anyway, so nobody was able to really tell me about how we got from lemon curd cheese. I mean, did you talk to any dessert historians? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And you call this research. Okay. Anyway, in the UK, fruit curd as we now know it has been traditionally served with scones and such instead of jam. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to go to a bakery and, called scones and such. <laughs> and used as a filling for cakes and tarts and stuff. And that dates back at least to the late 1800s. And, you know, before refrigeration, they had to make it in small quantities because, of course, it would go bad oh, much faster yeah. than jam. So it's not it's not like a preservation tactic. No, it? Okay. it seems kind of like how did this come to be a thing other than the fact that it's delicious? Could it prevent scurvy? Maybe. I, can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. Like if you make a layer cake, can you use... A lemon curd Big to, time. to separate the layers. Okay. Big time. That sounds. I probably have eaten that. Sounds. I good. think um, I had a cake like that, like for my twenty first birthday or something. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I was I was so drunk on your twenty first birthday. <laughs> yeah, because you were already twenty three. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Okay, so Matthew, it seems like like so as I was learning about curds, uh-huh. I was like, this is basically just like a weird custard. It does. It <laughs> Which does is my seem new like band name. Weird. weird cu- oh yes. Uh, you but, open for green jelly, right? Yes. Uh, but anyway, apparently the curds like they have a much higher proportion of juice and zest, obviously, than a custard. Does. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Was your debut album called "A Rush of Custard to the Head"? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, we don't usually eat curds on their own. Where where we could eat like a I pie, was just doing a pie it. filling or a custard on its own. It's a much more intensely flavored thing. And wait, curds, wait, wait, wait. Fruit curds never have milk in them. You just said like we might eat a pie filling on its own. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, but if I, well, I don't know. It's what Wikipedia said. <laughs> Wikipedia thinks I somebody edited Wikipedia to say that we this is this is some like lonely pie filling eater who who like you know. It is well, you, normal to eat pie filling on its own, you know, save. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I love I have Wikipedia. all kinds of crazy, lonely habits that I would like to convince the world are normal. Do you want to share any of them with us? Oh, this seems like an opportunity I need to delve into. I don't know. Like, um, I like to 
mix mixed nuts with chocolate chips and consider that trail mix. Is that normal? Oh, woo! <laughs> I don't know. I'm Wait, try- can I can I tell everybody the story I told you by text yesterday? Absolutely, and you can tell me because I don't remember. Okay, it. so so the other evening at dinner, <laughs> I remember we now. were sitting around having this conversation. It was me and and <laughs> Ash and June, and we were eating, and we got into a conversation about like things that taste really gross, like aggressively gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was sort of scrambling around for ideas and I said something about earwax, how earwax tastes really gross. And I was like, Ash, have you ever tasted earwax? Thinking that maybe she hadn't. And she was like, yeah, it's pretty gross. I and then, not. and then I was like, June, have you ever tasted earwax? And June kind of like rolls her eyes up to the sky. Like, boy, have I. And she goes, oh, many times. It is gross. And she had no idea how funny it was. Uh Ash and I just sat there stony-faced like, oh, many Many times. times. I've I've never. So as you were telling this story. It's really bitter. Great, I imagine. Yeah. As you were telling the story, I I picked up like a gloop of lime curd on the knife, just as you said earwax, and popped it to my mouth. Mm So anyway, yes, I think it's fine to eat. So I'm going to go and write on this this fruit curd uh, entry in Wikipedia uh, that that curds differ from earwax in that we <laughs> in can that. eat earwax on its own. We don't eat curds on their own. Pie filling? <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, remember how we used to talk about hobo packs all the time? Yeah. Because I could see, like, if I had a can of cherry pie filling and I was a hobo, that that would be a pretty good Matthew, day. it is not okay to talk about hobos like this anymore. This it's makes not? me really uncomfortable. I mean, I think, I, I, I mean, are we, what do we agree that a hobo is? Like a like a depression era uh, freight train hopping uh, vagrant. Oh, because I think that some people think of it as just a general term for like a transient person. Mm, no, I think it's a particular aesthetic of a so of a homeless person far enough in the past that uh, that it it seems that we're pretending that it has no relationship to the current uh, tragedy of homelessness. Yeah. And it also, I guess, but you're right. Probably started, we shouldn't talk about hobos. It also started the the trend of the super stylish trend of carrying a stick over your shoulder with yes. a piece of fabric tied around it with all your belongings in it, which, as everybody knows, is is still done today by all the top fashion a bindle. people. A bindle is that what it's called? Yeah, bindle. Yeah, but now you can get like a pretend I know the name of a fashion brand bindle. You can get like a snakeskin bindle. <laughs> snakeskin. That's a that's a fashion brand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because the stick represents the snake. Uh, but isn't there some article of clothing that has hobo in the name, like a hobo skirt or something? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're just... Peasant. Like Yeah, peasant dress is yeah, a thing, or peasant I, shirt. I mean, that should be as as offensive as, as hobo, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're going to have like a peasant shirt, we should have like a feudal lord belt buckle or something. Oh my God, we should. <laughs> You, I already know what you want for your birthday. It's a recipe book put together by and me. You want a feudal, I want lord, a feudal belt lord belt buckle. buckle. Great. <clears throat> okay, That's, that is my lonely habit that I'm going to edit onto Wikipedia. Is just sitting in the dark and buckling and unbuckling my <laughs> feudal lord belt buckle. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, the curd I made for us today is out of uh, Gourmet's uh, compilation book called America. 
bless. Is it called Gourmet's America? Or? It is called Gourmet's America. Wow. And it came out, I think it was one of those things that you could like um, buy if you were a subscriber. Oh, it would it? Or maybe it came free as like your end of year gift or something. Uh, I was imagining it being advertised on an infomercial like, like the Time Life book series. It might have been. I'm not sure, honestly. I mean, I, I think my mom got this when I was under the age of 10 or maybe right around then. But anyway, um, it had a recipe in it for lime curd and the suggested serving accompaniment was these sugar cookies. Oh, okay. So basically, uh, this is a super easy recipe. It it has you use whole eggs, not just the yolks. Okay. So two whole eggs beaten, a stick of butter that you dice, I think two tablespoons of lime zest, a tablespoon of lime juice, and three tablespoons of lemon juice, and then um, like a half cup of sugar. And you cook it over gentle heat, um, whisking pretty much constantly until it starts to thicken, but then it'll fully thicken as it cools. When you dice butter, do you feel like you're doing something weird? I hate dicing butter. It, it feels so strange, like how the, the cubes like immediately stick back together again. Yeah, it just... <laughs> And it feels somehow like I know that it's important for the mixing of certain things, uh-huh. but it feels like a feudal exercise because, yeah, they just like a feudal stick- Lord exercise <laughs> because they just stick together. And, and God forbid that you should be trying to dice softened butter. That is just I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's necessary well, because I think what it's happened, already soft. What happened to me with this curd is I took the stick of butter out about an hour before I started making the curd. And so by the time I went to dice the butter, it was like a little soft, not like okay. super soft, yeah. but kind of a little smeary. Do you ever soften butter by putting it in putting sticks of butter in your pockets? Um, no, but I, I've written before on my blog that I, I heard the artist Nikki McClure once okay. talk about softening butter in her cleavage. Oh. Which I thought was the I most I hear Nicki Minaj does the same thing. Which I thought was the most delightful idea ever. Yeah. And so I, I wrote it into a blog post once. It was fun. Did you get some comments from people who tried it? Um, I don't know if anybody actually tried it, but I think we all really enjoyed the mental image of it. Oh, it's it. great. Yeah. yeah. Like, how many sticks can you get in there? Uh, well, yeah. It's like the old, like, how many pencils can you hold under your boob thing? Oh, is that... I got, wait, is it my, how many pencils, or yeah, is it just can you hold can, one pencil? Well, I so I have two cousins who have the opposite type of breast from mine. They okay. are very large breasted, and they could hold like two Mister Sketch markers. <laughs> like when, like when we were like in college, are those the scented markers. Yeah, they could hold like at least one Mister Sketch marker. I mean, I, I, a Mister Sketch marker basically like I, I think I don't know where I could hold it. Maybe under my chin. <laughs> <laughs> by doing that weird like yeah, uh-huh. uh, ice breaking exercise. Wait, what? You, What's the ice? Oh, you remember the icebreaker exercise where you hold uh, you hold an orange under your chin between your chin oh, you and your collarbone, and you pass it else. to someone else, basically like neck making out. Oh, yeah. Them. So, so one of these icebreaker ex- exercises that uh, nowadays would definitely constitute sexual harassment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So hey, so let's g- gather can- around your friends with breasts. Okay. And play the super fun game of how many like writing instruments can you hold? I feel like if I if I send out this invitation, it's going to be a sparsely attended <laughs> gathering. I would come. <laughs> okay, great. Ooh, ooh, I would come, but I would go in the bathroom by myself to to do the test. Okay, uh, I'll I'll buy the Mister Sketch markers and the pencils. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and the, and the lime curd. Okay, Matthew. So what else do we do with curd? I don't know. I'm just going to be thinking about that Mr. Sketch thing for the rest of the episode. I'm sorry. Um, 
okay, so we we definitely put it on crumpets. I know that because you wrote crumpets on the agenda. <laughs> Can we do a crumpet episode? Let's do a crumpets crumpet are episode. so good. I've never made them, and I, I imagine they're hard to make. Back in the day when I had, se- why are we talking about this right now? Uh, rather we'll save than it on the, for crumpet, the crumpet episode. episode. So, so the answer is yes, we will do a crumpet episode. Yes. Okay. Okay. You can also put them on toast. Put, Which we we just did. Put we it on also toast. Put crumpets or breasts on toast. Um, oh, yogurt. I mean, stirring oh, it into plain yogurt. That sounds good. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, I that's mean, like, like, like the Elenos yogurt sells lemon curd. Yes. Here in yogurt. Seattle, there's a wonderful Greek yogurt company called Elenos, and they sell one that has lemon curd kind of layered into it. Um, at Delancey, we make a lemon budino where basically we make a, a Meyer lemon curd and fold it with whipped cream. Yes. And you could do that with any curd. Budino is just Italian for pudding, right? Exactly. Okay. Oh boy. How about, uh, wait, you wrote lemon meringue pie. Is that just lemon curd with meringue on it? Well, I think sometimes, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I've never made one. I think I saw it mentioned somewhere when I was doing my research. I mean, I have made lemon meringue pie and it is, it's a version of a lemon curd. Okay. Because like the the lemon stuff in lemon meringue pie, which again I've never made. I think I was being more translucent than lemon than than what you brought. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure either. Okay. And then of course tart shells. Yes. Oh man, um, Pierre Hermé makes right. this incredible lemon curd tart. Dory Greenspan has written the recipe for it. But that that one has um, cream, like a bunch of cream like in it also, right? It's like a lemon cream tart. It's almost like you make a modified curd. Yes, but it's got that a same mod in, curd. It's got that same curd intensity. Uh, yeah, I think we posted that recipe recently for some reason. Yeah, why? why let's do it again. Let's do it again. Okay, any other things we need to know about fruit curd? I want a passion fruit curd. That sounds I so really, good. So... Um, I looked up a recipe for making passion fruit curd, and it just looks incredible. Of course, you strain out the seeds mm-hmm. partway through. Anyway, it doesn't that just sound incredible? I feel like I would definitely eat that by the spoonful. I would defy all all Wikipedia and and, and all eat it by the spoonful. Laws of morality. I think I would feel really sick after eating like curd by the spoonful. I, I was just so intense. I was just doing it just you now, but by the knifeful. Go go ahead and grab a spoon. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's very intense. Like, but it's so much more normal than the idea of eating pie filling, which is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard this you is say. It's just like eating a like a lemon curd tart without the tart. Yeah, it's so it's it's like mm. a it's like a low carb <laughs> lemon tart. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. I'm just gonna start eating spoonfuls of this, just like for dessert. You need to go onto Wikipedia and change that. Mm. allegation yeah why would you not eat this but i don't spoonful? know and it is so it's so limey i i don't get the lemon from this at all it, it, because you don't you're really getting lime i'm really getting lime because i think because the zest mm-hmm. is, is what carries so much of the citrus flavor mm. also i just put my f- finger onto the knife that had lemon curd on it now my finger's all delicious mm. Mm. you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we'll post uh what did we say we were going to post? A link to a Coldplay album or a um, Pierre Hermé lemon cream tart yeah, recipe? Yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll post this recipe, which oh, is yes. also on my blog. 
Um, We're going to call it Sprite Curd. We're going to call it Sprite Curd, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast and on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Uh, where, oh, we're going to post mm. a picture of, uh, if you haven't looked at the Instagram lately, of us wearing some stickers that Molly brought that uh, are like official Team Spilled Milk stickers this week. Yeah, June got them at the grocery store. She always asks for a sticker at the grocery store and then she always gives it to me. So um, this time we ha- we each have uh, we have matching ones and uh, it's got a puppy and a kitten and which basically symbolizes yes. me and you. Matthew. Absolutely, it's it's the cutest thing you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. We're like pie filling for your ears. <laughs> Ew! I'm Molly Weisenberg <laughs> and I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Yeah, I've eaten pie filling out of my ears many times. It's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> We're putting on our feudal lord belt buckles and. (laughs) Nope. Um... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.